This story is called Three-Year Plan. The story takes place a few months after Karen and I started dating. And we were talking about, um, you know, we started talking about settling down and whether we were right for each other. And, you know, we started to talk about, you know, what's the, you know, the dating process. What's, what are we trying to accomplish in this a dating process, what are we looking for in, in another, you know, in a mate and in a spouse and a husband or a wife? What are we look? What are we looking for in that? So I explained to Karen that my theory had been <clears throat> up to that point that the dating process is a combination of, you know, looking at the habits and the and the traditions of of one individual. And balancing against the traditions and the habits of the other individual, and then kind of coming to some kind of a hybrid uh, situation where you do a little bit of what the husband uh, has as his traditions, what he you know needs to do to feel grounded, and what she needs to do for her to feel grounded, and to find some common ground. And if there's enough common ground, uh, and you feel comfortable going through you know, the day-to-day as well as the highs and lows of life, then it's a good time, you know, that sounds like the right person and marriage is probably a rightful thing to do. And I explained to her that 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 process takes about three years. And I told her the first year, you know, you, you pick some of the things that the husband feels are his traditions and the second year you go through some of the things that are more of her tradition and in the third year you you know you kind of switch off you said look the first year we did this the second year we did that let's try to do this on the third year and the third year tends to be sort of a hybrid year and Karen's listening very attentively to all of this and then she looks at me and she says are you crazy she says David you're not getting three years you're getting one year you got one year to figure this out. She says, I'm not going to wait around for three years. She says, you got one year. I said, one year? She goes, that's it, Dave. One year. That's it. No more. I said, well, in that case, I think we got to do plan B. And she looked at me like, plan B? What's plan B? I explained to her that plan B was where we need to put ourselves into a situation where we can experience the strengths and, the, you know, what the weaknesses of the other person. And the best way to do that is to plan a, a strenuous sort of uh, out, outing and to go on this outing together and to see how the other person acts under the circumstances of, you know, not so clear at what the end of the day is going to bring and the idea of living together and resources and struggle and being tired and things have to get done. Those kind of, you know, kind of things where, you know, life could possibly present itself. You know, the unknown. Walk into the unknown together and see how well you deal with, you know, making decisions about what to do day to day when it's not so clear that it's just, you know, get up and go to a job. So she, Karen said that sounded like a reasonable thing to do. And in fact, she said that she had an article she had recently read in the New York Times about a five-day bike trip that one could take around the Finger Lakes in New York. Uh, it's approximately 50 miles a day of biking, which is not easy, uh, but there were campgrounds at each night, and uh, 
she thought it was kind of like a fun thing to do, and I told her that I like biking, and if she wanted to do it, I think that would be a good, you know, challenge for us to go and do that and, you know, cycle for five days out in the, you know, away from home and, and see what uh, see what becomes of it. <clears throat> anyway, so we trained every morning for about three weeks in Central Park. Uh, Karen was living on West 104th, I was living on East 96, and we would meet in the park in the mornings, and we would go either once or twice around the park, I think it's like six miles around the park, we do we do but twice around the park, I don't think we ever did more than twice, uh, and after about three weeks we felt we were in pretty good shape, we uh, got a bus schedule to Ithaca, we got our bikes, Karen found a way to get box bikes, box boxes for bikes uh, from the bike store and we took the pedals off and the seats and we put these boxes uh, on the bus and we took the bus up to, to Ithaca. We managed to find a bike store up there and helped us get everything put back together and we headed off on our first day's biking which was not easy because digging you know cycling out of Ithaca is seemingly all uphill and it's like Really, not anything like, you know, cycling around Central Park, even though Central Park does have hills. So we were, you know, it was pretty strenuous getting getting out of Ithaca. And then once we were out, it wasn't that simple either because it was really downhill, 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 and then uphill, uphill, uphill. It was pretty strenuous. And so when we finally, you know, got onto some flat land, it was it was much more to our liking. Anyways, by the time we got to our first night stay, uh, clouds had come in and it started to rain. <clears throat> To the point to where when we finally got to the campground, and we weren't sure exactly how to find it, we weren't, you know, and having never been there before, uh, we pulled into this campground in the pouring rain at night, and we had cycled nearly 50 miles that day. And as a first day, after being on the bus for a while, for like six hours or whatever it takes to get up to Ithaca, uh, we were really exhausted, and here it is pouring down rain. We have to figure out how to get the tent out, how to get the tent put together, and I really couldn't remember how to do that. And Karen was level-headed enough to say, look, I think we have to do this and this and this. And she was very instrumental in helping me put this tent together, even though I'm sure she was just as tired as I was. And it was pouring rain outside. So, I mean, that was that in itself told me something of the fine character and of endurance that Karen possessed. Um, as the week went on, we had a lot of bad weather. I think we had really only one day where it wasn't raining. Uh, and one night, I remember we stayed on Lake Lake uh, Ontario. We were right on the beach, and we we had stopped and gotten a chicken to cook, but we had no pots and pans. So it was like, well, well how are we going to cook this thing? And I told Karen, look, I can light a fire, and I can heat up some rocks, and if we cut up the chicken thin enough into thin enough slices, we can cook the chicken on the rocks. And, in fact, that's what we did. And we had a really, you know, fun dinner eating out, side on the beach overlooking the lake uh, and eating our uh, our barbecue chicken. It was really quite good. Um, other things that happened were, that were somewhat challenging was the day that, you know, we finally pulled into a campground for the night 
And we realized that we were seriously missing something that we needed in order to make dinner. I don't know if it was fuel or what it was, but somebody had to make the decision to ride back about five miles, in other words, an extra 10 miles of riding, in order to buy something that we needed. And so I rode back while Karen set up the tent, and we finally got back. We were so tired we didn't have the strength to cook dinner. We just kind of collapsed in the tent, not until... We heard this rustling, this growling noise outside our tent, and when we went out, one of the backpacks was indeed gone, and we figured it was some kind of animal, maybe even a bear, that had come and taken our backpack away, and we had to deal with, you know, the frustration of that, and it turned out that, you know, there was a lot of times where it was frustrating, but we knew that, you know, it's just the two of us, we're out here, we've got nowhere else to go, nobody else to rely on, and we learned to rely on each other to to get support and to, you know, make the five-day trip to make it a success. And I can say that by the time I got back that I had seen what a wonderful character Karen was, and not just in a matter of endurance, but also in terms of spirit, in terms of creativity, in terms of, you know, understanding how to work together with me. Uh, and she was really, a, a, you know, to use the word, she was really my dad's turn. She was really a trooper. Uh, and I was, uh, I was very happy, even at the end of that trip, to know that uh, she, she looked like the right girl. And, uh, and somehow, you know, we had managed to condense that three-year plan down into five days. And it was, it was great. We got married uh, about, uh, about a year later. And uh, we've been married 28 years ever since, and we're still going strong. So all I can tell you is it doesn't always take three years. Um, sometimes you just need the right circumstances. You can get it done in five days. Anyways, that's the message. Have a great day. Bye-bye.